Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, June 10th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Amid calls around the country for significant police reform, St. Louis County's new chief says she cannot support directing money from the department to social services. Funding the police would have the hardest impact on those areas that need the police the most. And we would increase the victimization of people that are the least able to protect themselves. Mary Barton says there are already partnerships to address several issues without using law enforcement. We will have more on her appearance before the St. Louis County Council in just a bit. Also, St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports that many African Americans are concerned about coronavirus but are determined to stay in area streets to protest against police violence. As we mentioned, the new St. Louis County Police Chief has outlined her plans for diversity, inclusion, and reform in the department. Mary Barton says she is committed to shifting the culture when it comes to calling out wrongdoing. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, some council members are disappointed in the problems she sees in the department. Barton says officers are already required to report when fellow officers aren't following department policy on things like use of force. She says she also wants to make it so officers call each other out on inappropriate jokes or comments and plans to implement more training on ethical policing. But when asked whether some of those comments stemmed from a racist culture, Barton hesitated. Until we sit down and talk about it and can verify or at least ferret out what exactly it is people are talking about, I think to put a label on it is unfair and really short-sighted. Barton made her comments during a meeting with the St. Louis County Council. In an interview afterward, Democrat Kelly Dunaway said she was, quote, not satisfied with what she had heard and that the department still had a lot of work to do. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Pope Francis has accepted the retirement of St. Louis Archbishop Robert Carlson. The pontiff has named Most Reverend Mitchell T. Rosansky as Archbishop-elect. He is currently bishop in Springfield, Massachusetts. Rosansky will become the 10th Archbishop of St. Louis during a mass, which at least at this point is slated for August 25th. Carlson has been St. Louis Archbishop for roughly a decade. He has reached the position's mandatory retirement age of 75. Missouri education officials are preparing in case schools have to close next academic year to slow the spread of COVID-19. Education Commissioner Margie Van Dieven says while future shutdowns are likely to be more targeted than those this spring, they could still send entire classrooms of students home to quarantine for 14 days. We will be asking parents to keep their children home for symptoms that they may not have ever kept them home for in the past. Van Dieven says if students are sent home to self-isolate, they would still have to do their schoolwork if they are able. The pandemic has forced many large buildings in St. Louis to shut down for months, like theaters, gyms, and schools. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, researchers say the water sitting inside the pipes of those buildings could pose a serious health risk. 
Stagnant water inside pipes can be a breeding ground for some pathogens, like Legionella, the bacteria that cause Legionnaire's disease. A person can get sick if they inhale these pathogens in tiny water droplets, like steam from a shower. Fengsheng Ling is an assistant professor of engineering at Washington University. She says it's unclear how bacterial communities inside the plumbing will change while buildings are empty for months. Previously, I think we were thinking more about stagnation for weeks. Stagnation for months is a, is a new question. The Environmental Protection Agency has recommended building managers consider testing water quality and flushing out plumbing systems before reopening. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. Millions of Americans are protesting police violence following the tragic death of George Floyd. The demonstrations are occurring during a pandemic. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, African Americans say they are afraid of coronavirus but are determined to stay in the streets to change the nation. Before 19-year-old Sydney Alexander goes out to protest in the St. Louis region, she makes sure she's protected against the coronavirus. That means wearing a mask, gloves, and trying her best to remain socially distant from others. As an African-American woman whose father recovered from the virus, she's afraid. But she's determined to make her voice heard because she's tired of hearing about and watching horrific scenes. For Alexander, this is a season of pain, and it points to a difficult reality for black people. Are you going to be killed by a virus? And that's like a, that's a big if. Or are you going to be hurt or, you know, brutalized or killed by the police? The protests in St. Louis started just as officials ended the stay-at-home orders to keep people home to stop the virus. But after Floyd died on a Minneapolis street and Louisville officers shot and killed Breonna Taylor in her apartment, St. Louisans saw no choice but to join nationwide protests to demand that police stop killing black people. But many are still worried about the virus. In St. Louis, African Americans make up more than 60% of coronavirus cases. In St. Louis County, African Americans are nearly four times as likely to become sick from COVID-19 than white people. Health officials say health, economic, and social disparities have long put black people at a high risk for disease. Nationwide, black people are more than two times as likely to be killed by police than whites. And a 2018 Wash U study shows that nearly 60% of black women killed by police in the U.S. are unarmed. Alexander says the continual police violence against black people remains a big threat. But I think that the bias and the prejudice that are both in those systems and in those those places really have affected the, the African-American community detrimentally, historically, and even today. The marches have brought many people together in crowded spaces where it's hard to stay six feet away from other people to stay safe. Health experts say the protests might not be as big as a problem as the region's general reopening. They recommend protesters wear masks, use hand sanitizer, and keep their distance. It's advice many have already taken. 65-year-old Greta Henderson was marching in the Grove Friday in memory of her son, who was stabbed and killed almost 10 years ago. She's outside to call for better policing. Like others, she's also worried about the virus. It's killing our people. And I tell them, it's really the young people that say they, it, it, it's not nothing. And I tell them, you need to wear your mask and you see people dying. And if you don't wear your mask, you don't take it home to the older parents. Many protesters have been wearing masks and other protective gear. 
Henderson says she's pleased to see that when she's in the streets, so she has no plans to stay home. Doctors say the protesters have a point. Hillary Babcock is an infectious disease specialist at Barnes-Jewish Hospital. She understands why people are risking their health to express their outrage. We definitely, as infectious disease physicians, recognize that um, COVID-19 is a public health crisis, um, but also recognize that structural racism and police violence are also public health crises and certainly understand the need for people to react. African-Americans and other protesters in St. Louis say they want to see better health care, but they demand that police stop killing black people. That's what brought 36-year-old Anthony Doss out to the Grove on Friday. He says he's glad to see so many people out protesting to compel change in the St. Louis region and the nation, even though the virus is still a threat. And it is a double whammy. Like I said, they claim that we are at high risk. Um, but heck, black people in general are at high risk every day when we wake up just because society doesn't look at us like we look at ourselves. Given what's at stake, Doss says he's going to rejoin others in the streets in the coming week. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.